0: Exurgat Deus Discipentur de Eius et Derunteum a Facia Eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Um, <laughs> with I suppose you can call an emergency publish. There were a couple of large events that happened in Russia and Ukraine. That, even though I have an episode coming out actually detailing most of what's going on in Russia and like what the background situation is, this event kind of bumps everything forward. I thought we were going to have at least through the end of the week before I had to worry about Russia making any major moves. And well, <clears throat> Putin has decided that he's going to make a couple of major moves. And so we're going to talk about that in this episode briefly. Um, I have an epic, it, it is, um, uh, from an article in the Epic Times, I'm going to read the article, I'll give a very brief commentary, but I would kind of want this to be a short episode. With that being said, this is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Micaela Arcangela, defendenos in prayer, Contra nequitiamet insidias, diabolias do praesidium. Imperatilideus supplicus de precamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satanam aliosque spiritus malignos, qui ad perdicionam animarum, per in mundo divina virtute in infernum de trude. Amen. Matra dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatus carolusa e domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facem tuum et salvi erimus, ave Maria purissima, IMMACULAT CONCEPTIO est. In nomine patris et filiate SPIRITUS sancti. Amen. So from the Epic Times, Putin orders Russia tr- Russian troops into Ukraine breakaway regions. This is by Jack Phillips, dated February 21st, today, as I record this. After Russian President Vladimir Putin has said he will recognize the breakaway Ukrainian, Donetsk and Lugansk regions as independence as independent, he signed a decree on Monday ordering Russia, Russian military troops into the area. According to a decree issued by the Kremlin and signed by Putin, the Russian Defense Ministry is now authorized to send troops into the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine to, quote, maintain peace. He also told the Ministry of Foreign Affairs to establish diplomatic relations with, with both Donetsk and Lugansk, reported, excuse me, reported Russian state-run media. It was not immediately clear whether the Russian military had yet entered the two breakaway regions. Also unclear is the size of the force Putin would be dispatching when they would cross the border and exactly what their mission would be. Earlier on Monday, Putin gave a lengthy televised speech from his office in which he claimed Ukraine is an integral part of Russia's history. The Soviet Union, under Vladimir Lenin, created the modern Ukrainian state and separated it from Russia. He further said, while adding that he believes Ukraine is seeking to create nuclear weapons that will threaten Moscow. Ukraine has never had tra- traditions of its own statehood, the Russian president said, describing the eastern part as ancient Russian lands. Russia has always tried to resolve all conflicts by peaceful means. Nevertheless, the Kiev authorities conducted two punitive operations in these territories, Donetsk and Lugansk, and it seems that we are now witnessing an escalation for the third time, Putin said, without providing specifics. Russian state television showed Putin, joined by Russia-backed separatist leaders, signing a decree recognizing the independence of the two Ukrainian breakaway regions, along with agreements on cooperation and friendship. Quote, I deem it necessary to make a decision that should have been made a long time ago, to immediately recognize the independence and sovereignty of the Donetsk People's Republic and the Luhansk, Luhansk People's Republic, Putin said in conclusion. After his speech and decree, Western leaders described the move as illegal and a sign that Russia will invade Ukraine in the near future. Officials have said that between 100,000 and 190,000 Russian troops are stationed along its border with Ukraine. While videos uploaded on social media for weeks have shown the heavy Russian weapons, tanks, and artillery being deployed in the region. In response, the Biden administration levied levied limited sanctions against certain Russian individuals, according to a statement from the White House. Other Western leaders claim Putin's speech and decree as an escalation in the weeks-long crisis. The White House said President Joe Biden will soon issue an, an executive order that, quote, that will prohibit new investment, trade, and financing by U.S. persons to, from, or in Donetsk and Luhansk. This action will also provide authority to impose sanctions on any person determined to operate in those areas of Ukraine, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said in a statement on Monday. The administration, she continued, will also soon announce additional measures related to today's blatant violation of Russia's international commitments. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said Putin's decree, quote, requires swift and firm response, close quote, and that the United States will, quote, take appropriate measures, close quote, in the near future. The European Union, too, announced that it would issue sanctions against individuals involved, quote, involved in this illegal act, close quote, of recognizing the two Ukrainian regions' independence. All right, so I've got a few things to hit on here, Um, a lot of things that people don't know. Um, People don't know that Russia-backed separatists is not quite the right moniker. Russia backed separatists would be better as being stated anti-Ukrainian government corruption the Donetsk and Luhansk regions in in the Donbas in the Donbas region the Donbas region of Ukraine has not actually been permitted to vote in Ukrainian elections specifically because well they might vote the other way <clears throat> now Vladimir Zelensky seems to be, for all intents and purposes, a somewhat decent man. But the, the quote unquote, deep state of the Ukrainian government is what you would call an ultra-nationalist, sort of uh, Nazi, neo-Nazi kind of group. Um, And the government is actually being run by some very, very unsavory people, like people whom... Well, let's let's be real. You would you would not really feel comfortable sleeping around them. Now. The podcast I was going to do in a couple of weeks or in a couple not a couple of weeks in a couple days, I've already recorded the podcast. It's already scheduled to drop in a day and a half, and it'll actually go through a lot of the stuff um, that sort of prove doesn't prove. Vladimir Putin's on the right side, but certainly proves that the United States is being evil in how it approaches stuff. <clears throat> the he's given the go-ahead for for the Russian military to go ahead and intervene in an area in an area that the United States is already intervening. Okay. Whether or not you know this, whether or not the US is willing to admit it. The fact is, American troops are already in the Donbass region. American troops are already in Ukraine. We've been in Ukraine. The country that hasn't been in Ukraine is Russia. We've been in Ukraine since as far back as 2012. Okay? Now, for those of you who might write that off as being no big deal, imagine for a moment if Russia was in Mexico, in Cuba, was threatening Puerto Rico, was also in Canada, was threatening Alaska, and happened to be and happened to be parked right off the coast in Hawaii, and was contesting, trying to shake Guam and the Virgin Islands and and, and a lot of these areas that we generally consider to be the United States. As, and when I say generally considered to be the United States, I mean be part of the continuous United States of America. Despite the fact that Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, it's not actually the U.S. Um, Cuba is not actually the U.S. at all. Imagine for a moment if Russia was actually encapsulated around us and we found ourselves geographically, physically surrounded on all sides by, in, by troops who were training the militaries of our immediate neighbors To fight against us. That's what we did in Estonia. And that's what we we did and are doing in Estonia. Estonia is now a member of NATO. Latvia is now a member of NATO. You should look these countries up on a map and you will find that Estonia and Latvia, I would say, if I if I were Vladimir Putin, Estonia and Latvia are two terrifying, are two nations, member nations of NATO that are terrifyingly close. And remember that Sweden is a NATO member. Norway is a NATO member, and if you actually look at these just around the area, then look up at Poland. So you have Germany, you've got Poland, and now we're trying, and now we're talking about Ukraine. We've got U.S. troops in Ukraine training Ukrainian civilians to fight their civil war. Like when you look at the geography of everywhere where we are, and then look at Russia, and imagine if Russia, if the Russian military and the russian foreign and the russian foreign ministry were were running operations in mexico in cuba in haiti in the dominican republic in puerto rico in canada because that would be the nearest equivalent to what we're currently doing to russia and we've been doing to russia since the fall of since the fall of the iron curtain in fact Because if you look at the rest of the map and you remember that we're also in Iraq, we're in Syria, Turkey is a member of NATO. We were just in Afghanistan, but I got to be honest with you. I mean, physically speaking, the Afghanistan wasn't, (laughs) Afghanistan's really not the threat. We're still in Kyrgyzstan. If you look all of those places up on a map and you see everywhere where we are, And then ask yourself if Russia was doing that to the United States, if Russia was trying to separate Puerto Rico from the United States, remember that Puerto Rico isn't even actually part of the United States, but if Russia were trying to separate Puerto Rico from the United States, would we react the same way? If they were, if Russia were trying to separate Alaska from the United States, would we react the same way? Because the shoe is on the other foot. We are actually doing this to them. We have been for more than a decade. For more than a decade. Also, look into history. When do you get Ukraine on a map? Look up some old maps. Even like if you look, if you look at it from the standpoint of church history, Kiev and Moscow are patriarchates, but the Rus cover the whole region. There's not, there's not a delineated like Ukraine, like the word Ukraine. That's new. That's new. It was Lenin who it was Lenin who drew the line and it was Stalin who starved them to death in the in the Holodomor. Does Ukraine deserve to be a nation if they want to be? But it might be not the worst idea to pull to pull American meddling out. To let them figure out what it is that they actually want. They seem to want to become part of the European Union and to become part of NATO. NATO doesn't really want them because their, their governments are far too corrupt and they would end up destabilizing the currency. They would, end up destabilizing, like they would end up destabilizing the balance. Now, they wouldn't really destabilize NATO, but NATO's worthless. What is NATO for? To fight the Soviet Union? The last part of the Soviet Union is standing against us right now, and it is Russia alone. There is no Soviet Union. There is no Warsaw Pact. All of the member states of the Warsaw Pact now fight with us. Czechia, Yugoslavia, Poland. Never really thought about that, did we? We took nine nations from the former Warsaw Pact and we turned around and integrated them into NATO. In direct violation of the treaties that we ourselves worked out with Russia. (laughs) Well I shouldn't say treaties, in direct violation of the agreements, because were never, they were never actually codified into written treaties. In the words of the great Korean North Korean hacker, "We said to Russia, "All your base are belong to us." And I would say, if I, if I were if my capital were Moscow, And we took and we got Latvia and we got Estonia. And we managed to nearly wrestle Georgia away. By, you know, providing funding for the Chechens. Like we are very much. Like, I'm not going to say one way or the other as to whether or not Russia, you know, Vladimir Putin is a good guy. I tend to doubt it. As far as I'm concerned, he's just, he's just another, for the most part, I mean, he's just a very, very intelligent thug, <clears throat> but we're not the good guy here and neither is Ukraine. Vladimir Zelensky is the only one really holding the Ukrainian government from going on a neo-Nazi spin off off into self-destruction. And that neo-Nazi spinoff happens to be the main portion of the government and it happens to be the part of the government that the United States of America is actually backing. You think we're the good guys? We're sitting here talking about white supremacists and neo-Nazis at home, and we are literally training them, supporting them, providing them weapons in Ukraine. A little bit of a conflict of interest there. The Tuesday, or excuse me, the Tuesday, the, the episode that should be coming out on Thursday will provide many of the details. There's a link in there where you can actually watch the video read and read the breakdown of what's going on. There are a lot of people who are liable to get completely duped because we said, well, Russia's invading Ukraine. I'm pretty sure that you'll find, particularly if you watch the if you watch that three hour long intelligence brief, and I'm going to call it an intelligence brief because the guy actually goes through every news article, every news article, every happening. You know, a lot of the stuff that came out of the White House, a lot of stuff that came out of the foreign, uh, you know, the Foreign Affairs Office and various other countries. It is very much an intelligence brief, and you will find. You will absolutely find that what the U.S. government has said about this whole thing is absolutely a lie. And the truth appears to be significantly closer to what Putin just announced in this news article. The Donbass region, Donetsk and Lugansk, have been denied democratic representation in Ukraine. It's easy. They simply banned the political parties that they didn't want to have interfering with their government. And and they stopped those regions from being able to have their ideas, their concept of how they should be led, represented in the overall Ukrainian government. And one of the other things that we have, we particularly as Catholics, need to get out of our minds is that national borders are the way things have always been. That has never, ever been the case. It has never been the case in history where national borders are where they have been where they are now. It is distinctively possible that the nation of Ukraine might disappear in this. It happens. But Ukraine was a creation. The power centers were Moscow and Kiev under the Eastern Patriarchate. And they were all, and they all fell in under czarist Russia. So we're going to have to rethink a lot of things because, culturally speaking, what Putin what Putin said was correct. There was never a Ukraine. It was all Russia. Now there's Ukraine now. And so we need to act. And so we need to actually figure out what's well, actually. We don't need to figure out anything. The thing that actually that actually surprises me is is watching to news releases, press releases coming from Ukrainian government officials, saying that they will not be left left out of the negotiations between the U.S. and Russia over the fate of Ukraine. And absolutely, they should not be left out of the negotiations determining the fate of Ukraine but it sounds like that's exactly what the United States and Russia are about to do <clears throat> so are we headed into the third world war maybe maybe is everything at, is everything as any of the anybody in media has been able to portray no I would highly recommend that you swing over to The Last American Vagabond. LastAmericanVagabond.com. It's one of the main stories up on his website right now. I would highly recommend that you go there, you read it, you actually click on the video, and you sit down and at least watch the first hour. And if by the end of the first hour you're not absolutely convinced that the story is not what you've been told, it's not what anybody's been told. And in point of fact, Western powers seem to be going out of their way to lie about it. I'll be surprised. If you can find anything that's actually a flaw in the analysis and in in the breakdown, um, further challenge, email the show Radio Free Catholic, excuse me, so used to saying the old one, Caleb at RadioFreeCatholic.com and you tell me where they're wrong Where their conclusion... Well, actually, I I don't even think he draws any conclusions. The only conclusions he draws is that the U.S. is lying. And that's absolutely true. They've been lying for the last couple of years. Obviously lying. But they've really been lying, and particularly with regards to Russia, for at least a half century. If not more. Anyhow, don't panic. Because that's the key thing. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You honestly think you're going to be able to sit there and tell Joe Biden don't send troops at this point? I'm just going to remind you that he already sent 8,500 troops. That we've had troops on the ground for the better part of a decade. It's that simple. They're making a lot. They're making much ado about... Well, I mean, they're making much ado. And it's mostly to cover up all the other crap. So... Stop paying attention to Ukraine for a moment. Don't get distracted. Look into it to be sure. Um, But don't get distracted and keep an eye out for the other changes that are actually happening because it is under those guises. Remember that once we go into a war footing, treason becomes actually a prosecutable crime. And that might be a bigger thing to pay attention to. Pray for the church. Pray for the nation. Pray for the Ukrainian people. Pray for the people of the Donbass region. Pray for the Russians. Pray for them all. It's only by God's mercy that they'll be sur- that they will survive and it's only by God's grace that they'll be saved. So pray. This is Caleb the mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Nomen et patriae Spiritus Sancti. Amen.